This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Hello fellow Fox fans, welcome along to the show, it's the Opposition View show, it's the 23rd of December, two days off the big day, um, three days off the even bigger day, yeah, forget the second coming and forget the Christmas day, this is more important on Boxing Day.
It's going to be scary. It's going to be revenge, fingers crossed. Yes, it is. Welcome along. It's the Opposition View Show. We're going to be talking all things Man United. And you are watching... You are watching Leicester Till I Die TV with Chris and Chumps. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Pinterest. All you need for everything Leicester City FC. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. Leicester Till I Die. Now available on Spotify. Oh, yes, we're all over the place. Uh, if you're watching live, the list is down the side of the uh, screen there. You can catch us on YouTube, Leicester Till I Die TV. You can catch us on Twitter and Periscope at Leicester TID. And, of course, on the Facebook group, Leicester Till I Die. If you're in the group, click on the StreamYard link. Just brings your name up and we can give you a shout out and um, say hello to you. As I mentioned, it's uh, the biggie. It's the biggie in three days. Forget Christmas Day, not important. Boxing Day, it's the big match. It's revenge. We're going for it. It's Man United. And we've got a Man United fan with us this evening. Of course, doesn't live in Manchester. <laughs> he lives a bit more local to you guys. He's in Earl Shilton. Of course he is. Where else would he be? And there is a Michael Beasley. Let's bring him in. Good evening, Michael. Good evening. How's it going? Not so bad, not so bad. Still still hurts from last season, the end of last season. That still does hurt. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I think you sort of gave that away at the end. <laughs> yeah. How, um, how, how's the Champions League going for you then? Uh, yeah, we had um, six good games in there and um, decided that we'd join you in the Europa League. <laughs> it's much nicer down here, I tell you. Um, hey, might might meet you in the final. You never know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. With all the fans um, back in, that'd be even better. Yeah, you do have this um, thing over us. We can't. I mean, we were looking at figures earlier on um, in 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 the week with um, in the preview show. You know, we played each other 130 times. You've won 68 to our 33. Even when, and all this is, you know, no disrespect to you, even when you weren't good, as in, let's say, the pre-Alex Ferguson years, you still had this sort of witch thing over us. We, we couldn't beat you. Well, um, there is, yeah, you go all the way back to the 63 Cup final, I suppose. Um, yeah. Obviously, we won that. But I can remember... Um, you know, periods in the uh, I can remember actually being downfield in the eighties. Um, I was in pen three, I think, and it was been the last about twenty five minutes. Should have been the better, and obviously the five, five three the other year. Yes. Well, well, we'll never forget the 5-3. And I hope you weren't wearing a Man United shirt when you were in Pen 3. I'm guessing not, because you're still with us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a, a few boys being thrown around today. <laughs> I can imagine. I was when we, that was when we could afford to throw, throw money away. But just looking at that in the Premier League, I mean, you mentioned the 5-3, and it was a great game. Obviously, from our point of view, um, in the Premier League, 28 games we've played, we've only beaten you twice. That was one of them. Were you at that match? 
I wasn't, no, but I was watching it um, in a club with all my friends. They were all Leicester fans anyway. Yeah. Um, so that, that, I enjoyed that, that day. I can assure you, after uh, after we'd gone in front of that, the rest of the day was um, definitely a big celebration. It was. I, it was one of those weird games where... It, it, I thought, it was going to be the start of the big kick-on for us. And if anything else, it was completely the opposite. And uh, there's, there's nothing went right for us after that till about the last uh, seven or eight games. But look, there's a huge elephant in the room, and it, it isn't just me. <laughs> there is a bigger elephant than me in the room. Let, let's go straight to it and get, get it out of the way. And let's just have a look at this and see if you agree with this uh, this Man United. Get fan. rid of Harry Maguire! Get rid of Harry Maguire! He is shit! He is absolutely shit! I'm sorry, I, I, I cannot stop playing that. It uh, makes me smile. Brings me lots of Christmas cheer. Are you in the same camp? I didn't hear what he said. <laughs> Basically, he was saying that Harry Maguire was probably not the best player that you've ever bought. Um, I would say that you definitely came out of that deal um, smiling more than we did. Although he has um, improved as this season has gone on, and I think, I think in this day and age, if a team wants a player that badly, and it becomes obvious to the to the selling club that. Um, team wants, but then you can name your price. You know, Leicester didn't have to sell him at that time, so it was a case of you spend the money or we're not selling him. Yes, uh, yeah. just, just I mean that that that's our thoughts. Obviously, no returns, no exchanges, no refunds, even if bought in error. Um, I mean, I think we we don't miss him. I mean, it, it worked out very nicely for us with the fact that we had Soyuncu there, who had a season where he wasn't playing, but he was acclimatising to the league and uh, and the club. We like you say, we didn't need to sell him, but I think he's one of those points in question where you buy a player who appears to be good in one team, and it doesn't always mean that he's going to be fantastic in the other. And I think that eighty million pound price rag, what, uh, tag did hang around his neck. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, at the time, he was outstanding for Leicester, playing for England. I think at the time, I'd have taken Johnny Evans out of, uh, <laughs> out of the ball. A, because he knew his way around Old Trafford. Um, yeah. And I just think he's, a, he's a, a little bit more calm and confident on the ball. Rumours are that you might, well, because he's, he's he's in contract negotiations with us at the moment for an extension, um, and rumours are that you, you might be coming in for him again. Mm. Yeah, I think I think that one that ship sailed now. Although I must say that Fafana looks um, again another he looks another brilliant buy for what you paid for him. Well, can I just say, keep, keep, if, he's, if you paid eighty-five million for Maguire, let's be, let's start. You know, let's start at three figures before we even finalise anything. Uh, yes, it, it's. I mean, it is a Johnny Evans. I mean, he was an amazing buy, and obviously, you know Johnny Evans from from his time at United. He was a point in case. He was at West Brom. Man City went in for him in the January. West Brom struggling to stay up, didn't have to sell Premier League money didn't want to sell. Eventually, they went down. 
and we got him a, a lot cheaper. But yeah, he, he's going to be one of sort of what you'd call a bargain buy. Yeah, I think Johnny Evans' problem was obviously when he was at Old Trafford, he was behind a great, great young defender in that, but he was behind Vidic and uh, Ferdinand. So, mm. you know, that does limit your chances a little bit. Mm. I think that not a chance is, is in reference to any thoughts you've got about taking for Farner. <laughs> I have a feeling this might be your your friend. I don't know. Facebook user there, click on that StreamYard link. Let us see your face. It doesn't cost, doesn't um, download or have to register. It just basically lets us see who we're talking to. Uh, I presume it's um, somebody that knows you there. (laughs) I have Johnny Evans back. But the other elephant, I mean, you know, I think Maguire possibly, like you say, Will settle in. He'll, you know, that eighty million was a big um, uh, new um, albatross around his neck. You, you, how are you sort of feeling with uh, Ollie? Because again, not only are our players linked with Man United, but our manager is as well. Happy with Ollie? Is he the guy to take you forward? Um, Ollie is what um, it was a surprise when he was appointed. I was surprised when he was even given the caretaker job. I thought at the time they'd look at someone like um, Steve Bruce, who I don't think was working at the time, maybe a Mark Hughes, someone like that who they'd got premiership experience. It, that was just, that came out of nowhere. Um, how do I feel about him now? He's one of these managers, um, you know, he goes on a run of, of games that's two or three times now he's gone on a run of eight or nine games, winning every game and that. But then we lose silly games. And, and I, the only thing I fear about is uh, tactically, I'm not sure that he is where he should be at the moment. Whether that, yeah. will, that will improve. I'm just thinking some games, when you've got to break teams down, I told Trafford and that they're set up with a back five or whatever, I think he struggled. I mean, it's funny. I mean, it's... It, I think it's very, very hard to judge any manager this season because it's such a arse over tit season. You know, we can go out and beat like Man City, you know, five two. We can go out and beat Spurs two nil, Arsenal, and we'll go out and get beaten very easily by Fulham. It, it is a totally, as I say, arse over tit tit season. But looking at you, and, and I don't mean this disrespectful, you, you, a bit like me, you, you, you're not what we would call a new a new supporter, are you? And you probably remember the pre-Alex Ferguson days at Man United. Oh, yeah. When, yeah. when, yeah. Uh, yeah. I when remember things going to... Uh, so the first time I'd have gone would have been back in 1982. Um, right. When you still stand and everything. So, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think, sorry, just, I think, is it Baz that your friend is? I think he's just got a message for you there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that will be Yeah, that will be Baz. But, I mean, I, I, and I, this came up the other, the other night, to be honest with you, um, when, when in the match um, preview show, is when you look at what Ollie's done when he came in, I mean, he came in, you were always going to struggle when you've had a manager of the calibre of, um, Alex Ferguson, and we did in a smaller kind of way with Martin O'Neill. You're going to struggle. You brought in, you know, a couple of managers. The chosen one didn't work out in um, David Moyes. 
the chosen one out in his own mind, Jose Mourinho got you to second, which you know wasn't wasn't bad really, but I think most teams would have accepted that. But you know, Oli's he steadied the ship. Van Gaal didn't work out, and he had all the credentials. You know, he had you know the the experience, the trophies. But Oli's come in. He got you to the Champions League last year, albeit just. If you win your game in hand this season, you're second. Is he doing such a bad job? No, he's not. And and the thing is, Alex Ferguson, when he left, he knew he the, the team was on the way in anyway. Then there was a lot of yeah. players who were going to be leaving within 12 months. whole of the defence needs replacing and has done ever since. Um, yeah. And every manager has sort of concentrated on other parts of the team until, of course, we looked at bringing Maguire and that in. But mm. at the end of the day, he's a young manager. Um, he's probably getting a little bit more leeway because of having played for United and that. But a lot of clubs are too quick to, to, to get rid of managers. For, you know, they're, they're not given a chance to put things together. And um, that's what... I know it's a big money thing that these days and that, but you've got to, sometimes you've got to let... Um, a manager develop what he wants to do. You've only got, you know, yeah. not great at all I mean, the first couple of years, but look now. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, and, and you, you're the team that embodies that so much with Alex Ferguson. If truth, you know, if the rumours be true, he was one game off being shown the door. And yeah. look, at, look at what he did with you. And like, I just think... And I'm 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 a Leicester fan, and, and a lot of Leicester fans that are coming on here are the same. Our expectations have grown because of what we did, you know, four seasons ago. Because of you know the fact that we managed to break into the the top five last season, we were fourth most of it this game again this year. Our expectations do go up, but as I say, I honestly don't think, as I say, Ollie is doing an awful bad job. But that's obviously me looking from the outside. Well. He is doing a good job and, you know, from a Leicester point of view, I would say um, from coming back up to the Premier League, um, you've done you've done well in your recruitment of managers. But I think the big thing with Leicester is that um, the owners, the owners that took over, yeah. they're absolutely fantastic. Probably the, I would say, probably the best owners in the Premier League. Um Without a doubt. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think you get anybody, Leicester fan, <laughs> anybody disagree with you on that. We are, they are amazing, amazing managers. When you look, you know, the money that he, that they, so they are putting into the club. I don't know if you've seen the new training ground that's sort of opened this week. Um, I mean, if that's just the training ground, <laughs> it is it, you know, you, you know, look at Leicester if you're a player, and I don't think yet yeah, you've, you've got team like Man United, and players will always be drawn to Man United, whether you're winning or not, because of the Man United name. But now, when they come and look round, Leicester up there, up there on par with you, certainly, you know, in the facilities side. Yeah, Manchester United. You know, yeah, historically, Manchester United are a bigger club, uh, obviously a bigger ground. Probably a bigger name worldwide than Leicester, mm. but you, you have to say now, you know, like you say, you're going into to Boxing Day second against third, and it's been like that the last couple of seasons, and there's no, 
I don't look at it now as 10, 15 years ago, oh, we've got less than that. So it's, it's an easy win at that. Now you think to yourself, it's going to be a good game, floating football. I would think there'll be goals in it. Um, but Leicester are up there, and right? So they've, they've worked their way up and they are where they are. Yeah. Um, saying good evening to Dale, um, one of our regulars. Welcome along. Um, how's the how's the wife, Dale? Sorry, I've got no um, Brad in for her this evening, and I know I'm very poor replacement in her eyes. But hello, Mrs. Twigger as well. Uh, Dale, you're a bit late. Um, we, we, we've done the uh, ripping uh, Man United off for eighty million. That was the first topic we came. But I want to bring this uh, this question in from a Facebook user uh, asking, and we'll ask. I'll ask you as well in a second, uh, Michael. Am I confident for Man United? I'm a lot more, as as Craig said the other night, I'm a lot more confident after the Spurs game than I was after the Everton game. But then I look at what, what you guys managed to do um, uh, 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 with, with the big win. And I don't know. I mean, I've gone for a 2-2 draw, but I'm quietly confident. What about you? I mean, you, you must be confident with your history against us, Michael. Um, it's away from home if it's clusters. Um, it's it's different with no crowds, isn't it? That's what I say. This yeah. season, anybody can beat anybody. I'm, I'm, I'd never say I'm confident in any game anymore. The last few seasons, I'm not confident. Doesn't matter who we. But it depends how what team turns up on the day. Um, how Ollie sets it up, and if he goes for it. This is the, the, the problem. Is sometimes. A lot of the games this season, we take 45 minutes to get into the mm. game. Away games, we've gone behind every away game this season. We have come back and won them all, but at some stage that won't happen. So I just think we need to be a little bit more forward thinking and positive and go for it from the start rather than sitting back and waiting. And that's what we tend to do. The, the scary thing is, unfortunately, we are a hell of a lot better away from home than we are at home. And uh, I think we're, we're sort of putting that Absolutely. down to, to, the, yeah, to the crowd uh, not being there. But, I mean, to, yeah, you, you're saying you were slow starters. Was it, was it 2-0 after three minutes against Leeds United? I mean, your current form there. And, again, this is what makes me laugh when I hear Man United fans. Uh, we've all got friends who are Man United fans that are moaning about Ollie. You know, look at your last, your last five games, four wins and a draw. That's, that's not bad. Um, Better form than us at the moment. Yeah, and um, you know we've played some difficult games in that time. But I think, I think, in all honesty, the Leeds game, Leeds will beat a lot of teams this season. But play the um, style of football that it, it worked. Just Manchester United know how they were going to play. I think most mm. teams know how they're going to play, and it just worked out. Just it was brilliant for us. Yeah, and um, I think they're a lot like. Sorry, the year on. that Leicester won the Premier League, the year that Leicester won the Premier League, you knew a lot of the football it was going to be try and get the ball in behind the back four for Vardy to run up to it because of his mm. pace, and you've got Mares out wider, and that leads very much that they're in an attacking mode all the time. Um, mm. And obviously, Leicester went on to win the Premier League that year because of it. Yes, yeah. We 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 didn't do so bad against Leeds either, but yeah, they're, they're, they're certainly not sitting back. They're going through it, and 
I never ever thought I'd say this, but I, I actually hope they stay up because they do play a nice brand of football. Um, looking, you know, we've touched on it. I mean, that that was us against you last season. You you did the double over us. Um, that game on the the last game of the season. You can probably sell. I'm still carrying the baggage from that. I, my therapist said, "Talk about it; it'll help." But um, you, uh, you, you did come up and, and and sneak it. Were you surprised at last season how we fell away? Yeah, yeah. Um, because before we went into lockdown, um, I would have said you were nailed on to to finish at the least runners up. Mm. Um, and I think at the time you probably still had a chance, although a remote chance of winning it. But yeah, after after lockdown, that you came back, we went one way, you went the other way. And I yes. think that showed in the very last game that we were on a we were on an upward curve, you were on a sort of downward curve. But I think you had chances that game as well. But um, it just sort of summed up our end of the season. We were just starting to stutter then, mm. uh, and we dropped points and that. But um, Obviously, we needed to win that one. I think we can, very, very similar, like you said earlier, you know, you, you never know what Man United is going to turn up for the games. And we're pretty much the same sort of with Leicester on that, whether it's going to be the team that turns up and, you know, beats Spurs or the team that, that turns up and um, and loses to, 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 to Fulham. You know, we, we, we look at Brendan and, you know, we think we've got a good manager in Brendan. I mean, obviously, as, as an ex-Liverpool manager, you probably don't have many happy happy thoughts about him. But uh, he seems to, when when he gets it tactically right, he's, 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 he's on the ball. And when he gets it wrong, he does get it spectacularly wrong. We've talked about Ollie, and, you know, he, he should be given time and he, he, I think he probably will be, uh, at least this season. Rogers has been linked with Man United, as he's been linked with sort of every job going by the West Brom one. Would you be happy with him, or or, or would you prefer somebody else? Should Ollie Ollie go? Um, I don't. Well, obviously we get linked with Pochettino a lot. My argument hmm. there is he's never won anything. He plays a good brand of football, but he's never won anything. So I yeah. think with Rogers, I mean Rogers CV has won a lot in Scotland. Nearly won the league with Liverpool. Yeah. I think I think he's a good manager. I've watched a lot of Leicester obviously because of my mates and that. I think sometimes he um, he gets his substitutions wrong. Um, sometimes he perhaps leaves his substitutions too long, which Ollie does as well. Um, but I think that I think he's brought some good. I think he's got an eye for a good player, especially young players, and and I. You know, you look at Leicester. I mean, that, like I say, I've mentioned him earlier on for Fana. You know, nine, yeah. is he 19 years old? Yeah, oh, he's just turned 20, literally. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, he fell on Fina. And, and I would have thought he bought him to ease him into the team. But obviously, mm. he's played every game the last couple of months. And what a, what I, think, a he I think, unfortunately... But as a former no, Liverpool manager, I don't think he'd gone. No, possibly. Well, we hope he won't anyway. But no, it's a good point that. Uh, certainly with, with the, you say, like Fafana, he wasn't. I don't think he was in none of or a lot of players that we've had to play this year. Fuchs has played more games in, you know, the 13 this season than he has in the past three or four seasons put together. It, it's 
been very much. And I, and, I, and I always used to sort of moan when, you know, Man United managers or Liverpool managers, the, the, the big team managers came and said, oh, we've got injury problems. We have had injury problems this season. Good news is for us, they're coming back. And Evans was out. He's obviously going to be there against his old team tomorrow. Uh, but it'd be nice to see, uh, uh, for us, certainly, almost a full-strength team. We're going to come on and talk players in a second. Just going to take a quick a quick five-minute break and uh, we'll be straight back after this. You gotta have a bit of banter and have a, a bit of joke between teams. But um, I, I always ask this because we, we have uh, with the opposition view, we do a website-based one as well on the website, lestertillidie.com forward slash opposition view. One of the questions I always ask is, who is your team's donkey? I'm guessing I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at and probably say that's going to be Pogba for you this year. Is it, or is there somebody that uh, <laughs> that's doing worse than him? Um, yeah, well, for the money, yeah, it's um, disappointing. It's, it, I could use worse words, but obviously not. Yeah. <laughs> what we pay for him, you know, it perhaps if he has half a dozen good games in a season, that's that's as many. And I've yet, yet to see him do it against one of the big clubs and that. So he should be dominating games for the money we paid. They go on about him being a World Cup winner and everything, but... He was within a, you know, France are a good side at the time, but no, he doesn't. He doesn't impress at all. And Fergie got rid of him for a reason, you know. Yeah. There was a reason that he got rid of him in the first place. So, yeah, he'd be my. If I had to choose a donkey, he'd be the one. I think, like you say, there's always a reason that we don't see as fans as to why these players go. I mean, as good as some players are. You get to a point, and I guess it sounds like you're at that point where you think, "Oh, just sell him, let him move on." He's just disrupting the squad. Mares, as good as he was, and if he was here now, I'd be on my knees kissing his feet. But he got to the point with his strikes and his sitting at airports and his not wanting to play. Where I just got to the point, I love you, Mares, but just fuck off and go, go to another club. You do get yeah. like that with some players, don't you? Yeah, I just don't. We wouldn't. We wouldn't get the money that. Well, we wouldn't get anywhere near what we paid for him now, and um, because all the clubs know he wants to go anyway, you know. To me now, if you get forty million for him, take it, get, get him yeah. on, get someone in who wants to play for the club. This is it, because you you're not just talking the money you paid for these guys; it's the wages and the disruption that they're bringing, you know, to 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 the to the to the rest of the team. What what do you think? He's obviously not going to start <laughs> on Boxing Day. I think I think we can probably agree on that. What? How do you think um, Ollie's going to play it on Boxing Day? Away from home, I would. So I, I would. The back four at the moment is picking itself. I would say it'll, it'll be Luke Shaw, Maguire, Lindelof, and um, Wan Bissaka. 
although I've heard he has got a bit of a knock. Midfield, I would say it'll be McTominay, um, Fred, um, Fernandez, and then possibly uh, Rashford, Martial, for some reason. He keeps picking him, and then it'll either be someone like Greenwood or he'll put another midfielder in. Yeah. McTominay there, you mentioned, he, he seems to be coming good. Yeah, um, and you, you talk to different Manchester United fans, different views on him, but he's come through the system, he's been given a chance. Um, he's an international footballer, albeit for Scotland, but he is an international mm -hmm. footballer and he's, he's improving, given a run of games. It, it's any footballer, just the, they need a run of games. That's stop starting doesn't do anybody any good. And he's had a run of games now and he looks, you know, he looks. I'd, I'd take Dan McTominay's over one Pogba. He's just, you know, you can see he's got the passion and he wants to play for the club. And that, yeah. most fans will give you a, will give you a little bit of uh, leeway if they can see that you want to play for the club. This is it. And I've, I've always said this, that losing is part of the game. Having bad games is part of the game. But if you're showing me that you want to win, if you're showing me the desire... I'll 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 give you all the support back, you know. Well, the, yeah, you know, there's. Let's, you go back to uh, when Leicester beat Southampton nine 0 They could quite easily pull the trigger on uh, uh, their manager, but no, they, they, obviously they could see something in him. They continued with him. He's got the players playing for the club and that, and that's what you want. It's not. You don't have to fill your team with. Superstars, it's about footballers who want to play for the club and they'll die for that badge. I mean, we, I don't think he's one of them. No, we, we very much um, won. Well, we did not very much. We, we, we actually won the league with not very good players who wanted to play football and, and had that desire. And uh, we, you know, we've, we, we've had players since that have come because of who we are now and, and, and taken the wage and not given the performances back. We're very much, I mean, welcome, like I say, welcome back to the Europa League. It's back to Thursday nights for you. We've had that problem of us and Liverpool, the biggest injury problem in the Premier League. We've had to change players. And like you've just said, you know, some of our players haven't had a chance to have a um, run in the team because <laughs> they'd be they'd be knackered. You know, it's Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. But we've got you know we've got a young young uh, defender, Luke Thomas. He may well uh, uh, appear on on, on uh, Boxing Day. But it's nice to see as much as you can go out and spend eighty million on Maguire and whatever it is was on Pogba, etc. And we're the same with Slamanis and Tillemans. It's nice to see these youngsters coming through, isn't it? Yeah, and, and yeah, it is, and, and we've got a couple of young defenders as well who um, sort of there and thereabouts. They've come through the Twanzebe, um, and it, it's a case of. But I think the, the, the problem is with football at the moment. You need to, you need success sort of straight away. Otherwise, yeah, you get the sack, yeah. especially in the bit. And there's no, there's no giving. Managers' time is there, so it's they go out and buy these players in for extortionate prices, and doesn't always work. I, I'm still trying to get my head around West Brom um, sacking their manager recently. It was like I, I don't get that, but 
you know, there we go. The, the, it's after all about money with, and having to stay drawing, up. After drawing with Manchester City and you get the sack. Yeah, I know. But then again, you know, we very much after winning the Premier League, you get the sack. You know, Ranieri was a god, but we were too near the bottom and, and it looked bad. A couple of last questions now, just to wrap it up. Leicester players that you would have in your squad? Uh, I'd take either Madison or Vardy. Hmm. For Over, obvious reasons. Who, who, would you, who, who would you drop from yours? Okay, let's say you, you bought Madison and, again, another player that you seem to have been linked with with us, and Vardy. Who who would you drop for those two? I'd bring Madison in for Pogba. Um, <laughs> Vardy, I think, would play a different role to anybody else in the team anyway. So um, he's more of a, a number nine pace, you know, and he's, he scores. Yeah. I think a lot a lot of our forwards are, can play wide and cut in so that you could pass them as sort of wingers come forwards, whereas he's an out-and-out centre-forward. So I wouldn't say he would be pace anyone. I just think he'd, he'd probably improve our forward line. Yes. Uh, another message from your mate Baz there. May the de best team win and that will be us. <laughs> like I say, we're not... It's all this sort of, well, it doesn't matter who wins as long as it's a good game. It's all bollocks that we all sod the good game. We just want we just want the three points, you know. And um, both of us need those three points to, to try and hold on to, to Liverpool again this season. Uh, the season's not going to be decided on Boxing Day. No. Win, lose or draw. But, but yeah. when we play each other at the end of the season, that could be a big one. Again, as they say, again. Michael, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for taking the banter on the chin and uh, and giving it up. Um, you just, I just know that Maguire is going to somehow get a goal against us. It, it's written in the stars <laughs> that he will. These are these are what we've gone for with our score prediction at these end uh, at our end. We've got some ex players join us for the score prediction. Uh, Steve Walsh has gone two one uh, to Leicester. Steve Linitz has gone one one. Ian Marshall, he's actually gone for um, a Red Devils win there, 3-2 to you. I've gone for a 2-2 draw. What what do you see ending up as? Um, if I was to have a bet, it would be on a draw, but as a United fan through and through, I'm going to go that we're going to win 3-1. It's so hard to bet against your own team, isn't it, when, when you ask these uh, questions? Even if you've not won in 10 and you're bottom of the league, you still think, <laughs> I'll take a 1-1. One, one. But uh, who knows? It, it, I think it'll either be, it will be a high scorer or it will be an absolutely drab nil-nil. We will wait and see. But um, thanks a lot, Michael, for joining us. You've been great. And like I say, you've taken the, the banter and the, and the insults on the chin and <laughs> taking it. I suppose living in Leicester <laughs> and having all Leicester mates, you have to, don't you? But, uh, but hey, no have a... Have a really good Christmas, mate. Stay safe. Um, I won't wish you well for the game because I won't mean it, but uh, good luck after that for the rest of the season and except, of course, in the Europa League as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, well, have a good Christmas and uh, let's just hope it's an enjoyable game for everyone. It will, yeah. And, and we win. And... <laughs> you beat me to it. You beat me to it. Take care, Michael. Thanks very much, mate. Right. Cheers, then. Thank you. Bye. Cheers. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.
So that was Michael. Hey, thanks to Michael. He's been a sport. He he took all the the insults and the Maguire uh, jo- um, jokes and he, and insults and everything on the chin. And I don't care. Hey, I'm going to play this again just because I absolutely love it so much. I do. If it works. Get rid of Harry Maguire! Get rid of Harry Maguire! He is shit! He is absolutely shit! And I'm doing that because I just know come Boxing Day, it's going to end up... He's going to... If it is 2-2, which is what I predicted, it'll be 2-1 up until the 92nd minute, a corner will come in and, and Harry Maguire will score. Isn't that just Leicester all over for you? But, uh, hey, I've got something... One last thing to say to you guys. Hi, this is Chris from Leicester Till I Die. Thank you for watching and listening. Have a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Yeah, remember, we will be back on Boxing Day. We will be back, um, I think it's a 12, let's have a look when the kickoff is. It is a 12.30 kickoff. Um, this year, Boxing Day is on BT Sport. Uh, so 12.30, and you'll be able to catch us um, half an hour before that. So 12 o'clock, there'll be myself and Josh doing the pre-match when the team's announced uh, and having a look and going through the team, see if there's any surprises in there. And about 40 minutes past the final whistle, join me and Brad for the post-match show. So you got us pre-match 30 minutes before, post-match 40 minutes after. Hey, you can't do anything. You're only allowed one day. You're only allowed Christmas Day. What are you going to do Boxing Day? I tell you what, why don't you just join us? That's what I'd do. Uh, but then again, hey, maybe I'm, I'm just sad. Maybe I need to get out more. But remember, if you want to watch this on Catch Up, it's on YouTube, Lessons I Die TV. Please give us a subscribe. Please give us a follow. Uh, you can catch it in about 40 minutes. It'll be up on podcasts, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. We are going to be there. A special tomorrow. Um, we will be back before Christmas. I know it's Christmas Eve. Don't go to the shops. Are they open still? Are they shut? I think they're still open. Forget the shops. One o'clock. Join me and Josh. We are going to be looking at um, the season so far. Uh, so we're going to be having a look at the, the manager and his performance, the league, Europe. Our, we're going to be picking our best players so far, our best buy, most improved, most disappointing, best and worst games of the season, and our hopes for the rest of the season. But we want to know what you think of all those as well. One o'clock tomorrow, get a beer, have a quick lunch, sit down, join me and uh, Josh tomorrow at one o'clock. Thanks very much for joining us, guys. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe. And don't do anything that I wouldn't enjoy. Okay, good night. See you tomorrow. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Shut up and sit down.
thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You better like them too or I'll be back. Podcast Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.